Welcome to New Reality, the platform that empowers tomorrow's future today. Let's get started. Today, we're going to be discussing our love for football, aka what North Americans like to call soccer. And more importantly, discuss how we can go about building business to capture what we love and share it with others to even solve problems. I'm blessed to have Zahid and Aliyeh from Etobicoke United Football Club joining us today. And I'm going to first pass it over to Zahid. Please feel free to introduce yourself. Uh, what's up, everyone? What's up to the New Reality fam? My name is Zaid, and I am the founder of Etobicoke United FC. I'm born and raised in Etobicoke. Lived here my whole life, still living here. Uh, went to school in Etobicoke. I think the only time that I left Etobicoke was when we, when I went to high school. And our high school was in Brampton. So, Jean Saint Frontier. So, I went there. Brampton. Um, yeah. That's where you're from? Let's go. Nah, we'll walk around Brampton. Um, I live near here in Cherry Steels. I don't really publicize it too much because <laughs> it's like Brampton. Uh, <laughs> I, li- I live on the end of uh, Chinkuzi and Wanlas. Nice, nice. That's awesome. Yeah, that, that side of Brampton. Brampton's um, not too bad, but it's pretty bad. All right. No, 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 no. I feel right at home now. Okay, we're good. We're good. We're blessed. Oh, yeah, man. That's who I am. I'm from Etobicoke, and I am a founder of Etobicoke United soccer team, a local soccer team here. Uh, Ali, your turn. <laughs> I appreciate that. Thank you. Yes, sir. Uh, my name is Ali Waberi. I grew up born and raised in Etobicoke as well, just like Zayed. We grew up together. Uh, we went to elementary school, which is uh, near Dixon and Kipling, right? Yes, sir. Well, Celestine, Celestine Drive. Yeah, Celestine Drive. Yeah. So we grew up in Etobicoke, went to school in Brampton, just off Frontier. Um, so we grew up bilingual. Um, I went to the University of Guelph. I studied political science. Um, yeah, we grew up just playing soccer together every single day as kids, right? That's awesome. And yeah, that's the oh, I never mentioned we even played for like the local Etobicoke team, the Etobicoke youth team together. Like, yo, me and I literally did everything together. Um, we went to school together, like since maternelles, like the little like boogers in our nose, like youth soccer together, high school together. The only time we separated was like, you know, it, after um, high school. Like, yeah, after high school. Um, and now we have a Toko United FC. Sir, we back. back. Yes, yeah, sir, we're back. <laughs> back. Wait, That's yeah. so funny. That's a, such an amazing friendship story. Like you guys took a break. Like let's see how. Let's explore other stuff. Let's meet. <laughs> <laughs> it was actually a funny joke that um, I I kept doing to Ali because because we were together like our whole lives, and then when he finally uh, went to the university, like I went to Centennial College, and then. He went to Guelph. I know this home. joke. <laughs> I've always said, yo, Ali, bro, you replaced me, man. You got new friends. <laughs> got new friends now in Guelph, man. And I remember it was like this long running joke with like amongst like all our other friends. And then, yeah, you know, it was just. He started it and then it, 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 it caught like wildfire. Everyone kept saying it. It's like, oh, your, your other friends are Guelph friends. And it's just like, what are you guys talking about? But, but Ali, seriously, though, why would you replace him like that, man? Oh, man, you. not this. Guys, not I'm this. Really crazy, I'm telling you. <laughs> We, hey man, I have no one else with a soccer club, all right? <laughs> no, that's awesome. So you guys have you guys have had a passion for for the sport for so long. And did you guys have like you you played it in school, but outside of that, were you able to you know play in a club together or anything like that? Yeah. So the club that we played together was Etobicoke Youth Soccer. That was the 
only kind of like soccer team that was in our region, like Etobicoke Youth Soccer. Um, but then after um, I like, mind you, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna tell Ali a story, but from what I know is I continued playing soccer like at a higher level, and I kept going and like I kept chasing. Like I had a dream. I still have the dream to be a professional soccer player and I've achieved that to an extent. Um, but yeah, I kept, I kept pursuing it. I kept going at it. Um, I played in, in like Europe, I played in South America or Central America and stuff like that. So it was, I've kind of chased it wherever it led me. Um, and yeah, but we've played outside of it. We, we were in Etobicoke. It was called Etobicoke Youth Soccer. But the reason why Etobicoke is even birth, if you, if you know, I continue this on is because like, for example, like myself, when I wanted to play elsewhere, around, I wanted to play, like, I think it, it stops at like 18 or I don't know what age mean Ali stop. I, I don't know if you remember. I think they I did have, a, it, yeah, it, it capped at 18. They had an 18 year old. At, like, yeah, exactly. It capped that at some age. Like you couldn't go further. Like even if you wanted to, you couldn't, right? Like if you wanted to go play high level competitive somewhere else, like you couldn't find it in Etobicoke, which is hence, you know, Etobicoke United came here and was like, you know what, man, let me give people in Etobicoke something like I couldn't get when I was, you know? Exactly. No, that's, and you, you transitioned perfectly onto the next point. And I'm assuming, Aliyah, you had the same, you played for... Not like Zayed. Zayed, I'd say is, you know, overseas, right? Like me personally, I played uh, for Etobicoke Energy as well, like Etobicoke Youth Soccer. Um, then when I moved, because I moved from Etobicoke, I ended up back in, in Brampton now, right, uh, as a kid. <laughs> so I couldn't play for Etobicoke anymore. Um, so I had to find a new team. And I signed up for Aaron Mills. And they were playing in, in a high, like, I, play, I joined their year. And then the year after, I ended up joining their OISL team and playing a couple games for them, seeing how it is. And just off of seeing how the Aaron Mills Eagles how they run things. It's very different to how we've seen it at Etobicoke. And I could only imagine how it is at like a professional level. It must be even harder. Um, but we know that we weren't, we weren't given that opportunity to play for these type of teams just in our region itself. So like kids in Mississauga are technically getting better, you know, better equipment, better everything, better training well, sessions. Opportunity as well, right? Better opportunities. They're getting that in other parts of the GTA. And we believe that, Etobicoke like has been neglected and that's what we're trying to do we're trying to re restore that now and you basically from like myself remembering because I'm a I'm a huge soccer fan myself I play as well uh not at a professional level now but just you know that one injury that I got on the knee bro I would have made it big time if it wasn't for that one <laughs> but, uh, I know exactly what you mean where you have like that, that extra thing that's added that you have to go to another city in order to, to do something, that extra hassle. Like if you even break it down into the small things, like your parents taking you there, finding a way to get there, stay for however long, then finding a way to get back. Like these are things that people overlook, but they're obstacles in itself. Right. And so what I'm understanding from what you guys have said is that you've, you noticed that there was a huge gap within Etobicoke for people to pursue the love that they had for their sport. So how did you guys even go about um, filling that gap and like solving that problem that you guys found? Well, I mean, the why behind Etobicoke United is like, we want to be that solution. Are we that solution? No, like we're not, we're not there yet. We're, we're, but we strive like your why is never supposed to be answered within the first month, if that makes any sense, right? Um, we're obviously still striving for it. We're trying to bring high quality level 
football development to Etobicoke. Our kind of like slogan is honestly, it's it's uh, everyone everywhere. So it doesn't matter if you're from Etobicoke. Like for example, Ali went to Mississauga or Brampton to kind of play soccer. Like someone from Mississauga and Brampton can come to Etobicoke and still find an outlet here. Hence everyone everywhere. You know what I mean? It's gonna kind of little- oh, I, I love that. But like, that's the idea behind it, right? We want to be able to bring um, like professional development to kids. And the love of the game is honestly just growing in Canada as a whole, um, especially with the World Cup coming. Especially Alfonso now, Davies, more than ever. Uh-huh, we're, yeah, Davies. we're about to qualify. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're about to qualify for the World Cup. Alfonso Davies, shout out Davies, shout out Jonathan David, Osorio, all those guys, the center back, mm-hmm. uh, Miller, um, everyone. Like, yeah. But like just, just, just to see like Canadian or like Team Canada itself just being really good now. And I don't know, it's just huge. And the love of the game is just mm-hmm. going to keep growing. And in Etobicoke itself, like you'll, you will you see like there's kids that just love playing soccer. Now, I don't like using this word, like the word hood, right? Um, but in our area, it's never, it's not never, it's not the best. Let's put it that yeah. way, right? It's definitely lacking um, community, uh, not lacking community, it's lacking like, um, I don't know the word is, I, I don't know. The structure it's lacking, or lacking support. support. Yeah, support, exactly. It's lacking like people from that area to say, yo, let's help the people in our own area. You know what I mean? And like, I guess you could say like, we're trying to do that. Like we're trying to be that outlet for people. And we've seen it like with our programs that we're running, you see, you see kids from areas coming in just wearing regular shoes and playing soccer. Like they don't have soccer shoes, but in our current program right now, they're wearing regular shoes and playing soccer. Does that diminish their love for the game? Not even close. Because all they want to do is kick a ball and have fun, right? <laughs> I, used to, <laughs> I used to joke around, like, one of my, the best plays I've ever made in my life have been in, like, my school shoes. You know, it's just, like, you somehow play, like, so much better the minute you... Like, soccer is simple. Soccer is literally simple. It's a ball, and you just have to be have fun playing it, right? Well, obviously, when you get to, like, the professional level, it gets all tactical and all of that, right? But, like we still want to be that outlet for them to pursue that dream. And like, just like how I pursued it, or I'm still pursuing it to an extent, my dream to become a professional. I want to be able to instill that, those, that, those mindsets and the, that like drive to like pursue something and never giving up at it. I've basically been so amazed that, you know, you guys have taken these strides, but if I look at it from the point of view of, you know, just being 18 years old or just, you know, like, seeing that this opportunity is there and like like there's this problem right like you know you need you need you want that type of facility here from a business standpoint it's it seems like it's such a big obstacle to try to even get there so what did you guys do to you know like because like you said it's not accomplished yet but it's in the works like you guys are working towards improving it and getting it better and better but how did you even start like how did you know what to do where to go and like it's that aspect of it yeah, uh, yeah. So basically, like that. So basically, that's your question is the how, and that like we're still in early stages. Uh, like we started back in 2019 in November, which was two months before the pandemic strike, and we're technically still in the pandemic. And the things that we've done so far have been like really great, and I feel like we haven't done anything yet compared to what we can do once this pandemic is like lifted. The lockdowns are lifted, and you know, we're allowed to get as many kids out playing soccer during the summer, training kids, et cetera. And, you know, our, we're trying to have a men's team soon. And so we are, we have, we're looking at the bigger picture once this lockdown ends. But how it started was, you know, Zaid, he basically contacted me and he asked, he's like, hey, 
because he knew that I always wanted to like create a soccer program, like a camp or something. And he always had that mindset as well as to teaching others how to play soccer. And he had an idea to make a team. Then we came up with the total coach. I'm a Manchester United fan. So I Zaid came up with the team. It was team nice name. talking to you, my friend. Um, yeah. <laughs> what team does this guy support? I, I also support Liverpool. Liverpool, come on, mate. <laughs> Sorry to cut you off, though, my friend. You... <laughs> hey, just know every time you read the Tobacco United, Zayed's going to feel it when we change, when we become big one day and the name changes to just United. Are you crazy? Are you for that? He fought for that United to be part of it. <laughs> uh, I'll tell you that. I knew the name, but I purposely just said Etobicoke FC. I was there. <laughs> oh, so there's a reason. I seen the email too. It said Etobicoke FC. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I was yeah, it's a funny story behind the United thing, you know. But it has yeah. nothing to do. It has no affiliation whatsoever with Manchester United. Yeah, it's a very deep, deep rooted meeting with Etobicoke. You know, nothing to do. Yeah, with United. Yeah, it's not Manchester United only. It's not. No, no. The word United itself is it came from it Newcastle. Runs deeper right? than that. Is right. What Newcastle? No, 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 no. They sponsored, you know, they got big time now. So, hey man, who knows? We need this guy's money, man. <laughs> but no, and then from there, we we started the soccer club, and you know, then the lockdowns definitely came in. And like I said, we started in November, and uh, the like COVID struck in what January, November, and January, right? Yeah, it struck in like, January. But like, honestly, going off what Ali said, like the pandemic actually helped us, like it was. We kept telling ourselves that like when we were having our meetings and stuff like that, we kind of said, yo, this was like a kind of like a blessing in disguise. Not to say like the whole yeah. pandemic and lockdowns were a blessing. I'm just saying like in disguise, like we made a, there was a big positive around it because we were actually able to like, like to your question, your original question was like, how do you, how do we even like, what's the plan behind like making this happen? What business wise, right? And yeah, like the, like the reality is that we need money. <laughs> like reality is we need to generate money. We need capital, right? That's how you, that's how you build. That's how you, you know, that's how you get stuff done. But then during that pandemic, just sitting down, seeing businesses go through what they're going through, it kind of helped us like get more involved in the business world, right? Kind of learning what goes on and how businesses make money, how, they, how businesses like survive the pandemic. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. how everything became digitalized, how they saved money being uh, digital, right? Versus like, you know what I mean? Like, before the pandemic, we were looking at office spaces and stuff like that. But then we realized that's that's just an expense for no reason if you really think about it, right? You can look at what the companies nowadays are doing. Everybody, everyone's working from home. Like a lot of people. Are look at our, from look home at now. this podcast. Look at this podcast right now. It's it's done over Zoom. Zoom was never a thing. Whoa, what was Zoom before the pandemic? You know what I mean? Like it wasn't as big. It definitely wasn't as big. No way. It was Skype. Skype Skype missed out on being the, the Zoom it, it is right now, right? Zoom said, you know what, man, we'll be the we'll be the we'll be the change for the future. You know? so like little things like that. When you when you embark yourself into the business world, you kind of see like every like day to day thing that happens. It has to do with how business make money, save money, and spend their money wisely. And they right? always adapt. They always adapt. Exactly, and that just like the businesses that we learned off of that, and now we're now as we start our programs, when pro, our pre academy that's going on right now, right? Um, everything is literally digitalize until they get on the field when we speak to a, a customer a client we it's over the phone we don't need to do meetings if they want to do a meeting and see us face to face we'll do one over zoom right it's it, we could we could discuss everything we're transparent and then everything and then we meet you on the field simple right mind you eventually one day we'll have our office space and stuff like that because at the end of the day you kind of need it but like there's just a bunch of costs that's unnecessary at the, at the beginning that you feel like it was necessary before the pandemic that's why it's like a pandemic was like a blessing in disguise and i don't know you kind of 
you kind of see all those things kind of, I don't know, come together. No, exactly. He's right. No, that, that makes a lot of sense. And I think that for, for all of us out there who might potentially, you know, want to pursue our own ventures, like in the same way, like you mentioned capital and like having that is definitely a step, but that passion is a huge driving force for that, you know? Yeah. hundred percent. You can't just, can't just say you want to start a business and you know what I mean? Like there's no real passion behind it because then it's just a phase, you know, you start a business and it doesn't go well. And you're like, yes, whatever. I'll, I'll, you know, I'll look at it some other day. And like, you know, we've been doing this since 2019 and we went through a business through a pandemic where our main business is physical interaction is physical health, right? When gyms and everything are closed down, what are we doing? Did we just say, you know what? Never mind. I told you, it was just a phase. We're not going to do it now. We kept pushing. We kept our best trying to put out content when we needed to. Um, we transitioned into virtual. Uh, we, we had a virtual soccer program. Exactly. We had a virtual soccer program. Like, you know, you have to adapt and overcome situations, right? It's not a phase. And I think that's huge. Passion is literally so huge when it comes to business. Yeah. It was even a couple of months ago that I think last month when things finally opened up, because I, I play, I play on a weekly basis and I only got started again. Like when we, they opened it up before that, it was like you said, everything was virtual. So like you mentioned, you guys did virtual sessions, right? So how did you guys feel about like, like soccer being such a in-person interactive thing, right? You can't even imagine it being in the virtual setting. How did you guys like, you know, change and adapt to that setting? I mean, you take examples of other people that are doing it, right? For example, like I remember like we were having a meeting, me, Ali and our other founders, um, and we seen like Jesse Lingard was like doing his like um, at home workouts and stuff like that. And then you, you see you see the idea behind it, right? You take examples of other people that are doing it. Mind you, you're not copying, you're not copying them, you're not like plagiarizing everything, but you take example and you take inspiration of other people that are doing things and you kind of say, hey, let me do my own thing and put a spin to it. Um, and yeah, you kind of just do that. And then you kind of see that everyone kind of does like this virtual online thing and that it works. You could still get a good session online but it all depends on the person behind the camera right like yeah i mean even in real life it's the same thing right i could be your trainer but it depends on how you want to put in the work for your goals right if no, you 100%. like we're, we're in our rooms right now 100 push-up in our room is the same thing as 100 push-up in a gym you know what i mean like it's it's just you know how it's just how you that environment right and who's the one how does the leader of that you know ask those questions or talk in that tone to be able to create that, you know, for the people that are listening. Uh-huh. Exactly. Yeah. Huge environment is huge. And honestly, it's never going to be perfect. Right. You're, you're always going to say, you're always going to be like, oh, I wish I was in the gym with loud music and just, I could scream. But like the reality is you just can't, you're at home, your mom is sleeping in the next room. You just can't So work around it. Like don't complain. Just don't work around it. Like start doing pushups quietly. I don't know. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> yeah. no, that's, that's actually, you guys both made excellent points and from somebody who who's always been passionate about like you know doing something for the community or doing a business and like to see that your guys' story of like the obstacles that you guys faced and like like you mentioned Adia, you guys just started in end of 2019 right it's almost like you guys started in the pandemic like just like said hello what's good like yeah. we're up right now like it, it had its hands up ready to go and you guys are just a growing kid like you know just and to be able to adapt to that, I think for anyone listening, that is probably maybe one of the most important skills to have, right? 
to be able to adapt to change and, and flourish in that environment. I mean, you'll never always flourish. Let me put that out there. You'll never, it'll never always be good. Like, like me and Ali. It's not smooth sailing. Yo, we have arguments every single day, every single day. You know what I mean? But like, like you look at a bigger picture, right? You look at what like your why is like what the ultimate goal for EUFC is. Right. And you just push like, you know what I mean? Like there'll be arguments. There'll be times where you just, you just want to throw everything out. You just say, screw it. You know, you don't want to do this. You don't want to, you know, this is a waste of time. This, this, that it's going to happen. It's going to hit you. Right. But you know, your ultimate goal, your why, like the beginning question, your why is super important because that's, what's going to like, you know, it's going to keep pushing. It's going to keep you pushing. It's going to like, you won't stop. So, yeah. And you, you touched upon the United aspect and if you can like real quick share why that United part is there, because you said it has like a deeper. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. So, um, I was trying to associate Etobicoke, um, like when I decided to do the team, I was trying to associate Etobicoke, um, with like a, um, an animal or like, you know, something catchy, right. Just like, um, uh, Etobicoke energy. Like exactly. Etobicoke Eagles, you know, something like creative. Yeah. Like that, right? But, and but then I was like, I was kept thinking to myself, like, okay, so if I want to represent Etobicoke with something, like, what, what comes up? Every time I kept thinking, like, you know, like, what animal comes up? Literally, the only animal that I kept thinking about was pigeons, because that's all you see in Etobicoke. You just see <laughs> pigeons everywhere. I wasn't going to call the club Etobicoke pigeons. You know what I mean? I wasn't going to get over. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to do that. Uh, but, like, I kept thinking that, and it, and it took me days. And I remember, like, the original, I had, like, an original team like before Etobicoke United was a thing there was another name beside this but when I finally went to Etobicoke I'm going to call it Etobicoke and I was kept trying to say like what represents Etobicoke that was the question I kept asking myself I'm like what represents Etobicoke and I, I just took a step back and I kind of I like I like I was trying to think like outside the box I was like okay I need I need something here and then I started thinking about the people like everyone who lives in Etobicoke right I was like okay cool let's let's let me build off that idea I'm like okay the people then I kept thinking about how like there's every single race in Etobicoke like there's brown black white Asian Indian Hispanic everyone literally I walk down the road and I'm gonna see every single race I'll get on the TTC and the 45 TTC I'm gonna have every single race there right and I kept thinking to myself I was like okay this is cool like okay there's there's a sense of like community aspect like you know like even where you live and then I was like oh the thing that makes Etobicoke Etobicoke is the people like the unity in Etobicoke right unity I was like oh cool unity and I was like okay let me work on that a little bit I was like okay then I kept thinking about like how like when I was, when I'm in the plaza, like when I'm helping someone or when someone helps me, like it's, it's, it's never the same type of people. You know what I mean? It's always someone different helping me, an Italian person helping me, a, a, a Somalian guy helping me. You know what I mean? And I was like, okay, Etobicoke is united. Like it's united with all its people. You know what I mean? So like, I was like, okay, cool. Etobicoke united. You know what I mean? I'm like, oh, that actually sounds, that sounds good. Like it sounds good. And then if you look at the logo itself, if just like move your head for a little bit like you see like the e and the u like they're intertwined together like united you know what i mean so like e and then u united you know and then that's I how felt I that, bro. it embodies the concept of everyone everywhere so nicely just through what you said like it all it all is tying in the the catchy slogan the logo the the name of it and i definitely see you guys going places and inshallah it works out that way and I know we don't have much time left, but if you guys were to like close your eyes and envision like there is no money obstacle, no nothing, where is Etobicoke FC? Like in a few years and like, it, it could be like, where do you see it at its, at its best? Like what, 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 it, what has it become? We'll be the best professional soccer team in Canada. 
Simple. <laughs> that is simple. And I say that with no doubt in my mind. <laughs> we'll be the best professional soccer team in Canada. And worldwide, man, who knows, man? We're going to be in a club World Cup, beating Barca, beating Real. Who knows, right? Inshallah, you never know, brother. But yeah, we'll be up there. I know it for a fact. I know it for a fact, yeah. No, and I really hope that, that it does become that way. And if you guys were to give any parting messages to, you know, the viewers listening, whether it be regarding following your passion or business or anything like that, what would you each like to say? Um, I would say basically... Don't think everything has to be orthodox in life. Like you don't have to go down a route that, you know, you don't, you don't, you know, really, really, you don't think it's going to last long-term for you. You know, a lot of people choose the wrong things in life. And if you have that passion for something, just go with it. Cause as long as you have the passion for it, you, I honestly believe you'll go far with it. I don't think anyone has had a passion for something so deep and they've, they've not, not only not, I wouldn't call it failed, but, having gone far, I'm pretty sure they've all gone far. Everyone, has, if you've had a passion, because you have to gain knowledge on it, right? And you're only growing. So just pursue your goals. Like from when, the, from the age of like, like I, I, I started liking soccer, like at what, the age of eight or something, maybe around the age of 12, I was like, yeah, this is something I'm watching the sport, like almost, you know, too much. And I know all the stats, like, it's just, it's too much for like a 12 year old. And I'm like, yeah, I can, I like, like the life of a commentator. I'm like, yeah, I could do a commentator job if I can't make it as a player. Like I knew I'd be involved with soccer somehow. So as long as you have a goal for something, you, you'll make it in there for sure. So just keep pushing. That's like my message. That's, that's, that was beautiful. Leah. Seriously, because you, you face so much adversity that you think that things are too out of the picture. They're too big. Like you can't do it. But like you mentioned, if you're really passionate about it, then it will, it will work out if it's, if it's meant to be. Thank you for that, bro. Zahid? Um, there's no excuses and work your butt off. I think Ali will understand exactly where I'm coming from, but like, there's literally no excuses for anything that you are going through. There's literally like you trying to stay in your comfort zone and it sucks to be out of your comfort zone, but reality is like, that's how life is, you know? Like it's cutthroat, it's reality, it's no, it's no sugarcoating, it's no, your feelings, it's no, oh, I'm, I, I hurt my knee, it's, it's none of that. It's, you know what I mean? Like no one cares, <laughs> like literally no one cares, you know? And that's why you just have to work hard. Um, and to go off, Ali said, like your passion, like just, um, like when, whenever you figured it out, whenever you found that one thing that makes you, you, like don't stop and just, you know, like just, just keep going. Like it, you'll, you'll have obstacles. You know what I mean? Like it'll happen. You'll fall down. You'll keep falling down. You know what I mean? Like it's like, like stairs, like you tripped and you keep falling. You know what I mean? But like at one point you'll stop. And when you stop, you just get back up and you go like, it's, it's that simple. And no one will care that you fell down by the way. You put that out there. No one will care. <laughs> no, that's, just get that, up. that's the, that's yeah. the truth. And you know, listening, listening to you guys, despite me, like, hosting this podcast this is like amazing reminders for me like i'm taking notes for myself like yeah i have to hop into another meeting after this and like it's going to be a huge grind in that meeting I'm t- and i'm literally going to tell myself and everyone there are no excuses we're working our butt off like 100 man 100 man that's literally that's put god first and then and then you know yeah you guys, have, you guys have prepared your famous book quotes eh because that was like straight from your head and you know how people have their quotes underneath like on wikipedia <laughs> <laughs> no man it's just we're talking out of passion like we're doing something we yeah. love so when you ask us a question it just flows you know what i mean like we talk like this all the time <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay that's cap we don't talk about like this all the time you know? well not like this but like it, or the messages 
the messages are there. Like the messages, like everyone's always saying, yo, go, you got to work harder. You got to do this. You know, you got to go harder always. Like at the end of the day, action speaks, speaks loud in words, right? We could say all it is, you know what I mean? But like, it means nothing unless you actually start doing something like nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, just, just, just work hard. Don't excuse. If you cry, you cry, but just wipe your tears and work hard again. Like it's, it's that simple. No, that's, that's amazing. Thank you so much, Zahid and Alina, you know, for speaking to us about, about the topic of, you know, overcoming, overcoming struggle and creating such solutions from a business standpoint, from just a passion standpoint as well. And to all the guests listening, I want you guys to check out Etobicoke United FC. You know? Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah, if you play soccer, hit me up and hit me and Ali up. We'll, we'll get you right. But um, yeah, no, uh, Zahid plays center bench, so backup. Yeah, like, that's crazy. <laughs> and I play left bench, and Ali plays. <laughs> yes, sir. We're having this podcast actually on a bench. On so. a bench right now. Yes. <laughs> exactly. So thank you all for listening. Do you be awesome and stay rising. Take care. Peace.